Welcome to The Design Diaries, a podcast for creatives, freelancers, and business owners looking for candid conversations and real advice. I'm Melissa, self-taught designer turned freelancer and now studio owner, here to share my experiences and help you reach your goals. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to be covering how to start freelancing or how to start your own design or creative business. I just want to preface this first before I say anything, that this is by no means the be-all, end-all, universal blueprint of how to start a business. I definitely take zero credit um, for being like the lawmaker when it comes to starting a business. This is just how I started my studio when I was 20 years old and this is what worked for me. I'm somebody that gets like overwhelmed and anxious by really daunting large tasks like starting a business and so this is what helps me kind of do it in an exciting and fun way rather than like an overwhelming crazy whirlwind of a thing and so hopefully this helps you as well. I also want to mention that I don't think that any method or any strategy works for every single person perfectly. I think that's what this is all about. Like we all are on different pathways. We all have different preferences and ways of doing things in background. So you might have to cherry pick or take some of what I say with a grain of salt or adapt it to your own lifestyle and your preferences. But I think that's the the beauty of it is that I'm just sharing what works for me. I'm sharing what I think will work in some way with you. And then you can kind of take that little seedling and grow it into a flower of your own. So if you have any questions on anything, feel free to DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email. But without further ado, let's get started. So before you do any of that logistical business admin stuff, that is just super boring in my opinion. um, I think it's super important to lay the foundation of your business by answering some questions, some fundamental questions. So the first question is what? So what is it that you're going to do and what is it that you're going to provide to people? So for the sake of this episode, since I can't actually talk to you, I'm just going to give you an example using my own studio. So what I do is I'm a brand designer and I offer a complete branding identity for businesses and I also have add-on services that add on top of that branding. So like website design, um, I also do like social media templates and things like that and so that's what I do. I'm a brand and website designer. And the next question to answer is your why. And so this is your purpose and I think this question is a little bit more robust. It's not as straightforward as your what. And your why is not to make money, not to be your own boss, but it's like, why are you doing this? Why are you in the space that you've chosen to do? And for me, I chose to open this business or to start this business because I think that the people that I want to work with, which I'll cover in a second, don't really have a lot of designers catered to them specifically. And I think that their specific experiences, their needs, their wants, their comfort levels need somebody who understands them is going to make them feel seen and heard. And so that's my purpose is to be there for those those specific clients that need me or or want to work with me. So that leads me to my next question, and that is who. So who are you catering this towards? Who do you want to work with? Who's your target audience? And so That will be actually covered in the next episode, going in depth of how to find your niche and how to find your target audience. But just to give you an example, 
my target audience is women of color and women of color primarily opening businesses in the beauty, fashion, and lifestyle space. So going back to like my purpose, like my purpose is to work with these women of color entrepreneurs in the spaces that I know pretty well because I want to give them branding and give them services, um, but also give them the confidence and the comfort to do those well. And I want them to feel as confident and comforted as possible when designing and developing their businesses. You know, this is something that they put a lot of money and a lot of effort and heart into. And I want to be that person to make them, you know, love their business path and to love what they're doing. And so that's my purpose and that's my target audience. So the next question is when, and that is a super simple one. And it's when are you going to launch? So I always like to have some sort of deadline or some sort of date to look forward to. That way every day I can work towards that goal. I just found, at least with me personally, you may may not be the same for you, that if I don't have a date that I'm going to stick to, I will find reasons to push it back or to delay it, you know, just out of of nerves or anxiety. (laughs) I will eventually push it back inch by inch until it's no longer even a thing. And so for me, I need to put a launch in paper. I need to tell my friends. I need to post about it to keep myself accountable. And so that really, really helped me a lot with starting my business is just making me start at some point, like just saying and to my community and to my networks, like this is when my business will be out. So that way I have to kind of stick with it. And then the next question is where. And so what I mean by where is not like a physical space. I mean, you definitely can have a physical space depending on the needs and the services you provide. But I mean more so like where are you going to focus your attention? So when starting a business, I'm sure as you've heard, if you've, you know, even just did a Google search, there's a lot of different things that you need to juggle when starting a business. But I think it's important just for your own sanity and for your mental health to focus that attention and that energy on one to two top priority things and just tackle things one by one. I just found that when I tried to tackle too many things at once when I was starting the studio, it really sucked all the fun and excitement out of this experience for me. Um, Because opening your own business is really exciting and it's not something that you get to do every day, you know, and I think it's really important to revel in that experience to soak in all of the goodness that happens, all the ups and downs. And if you are doing too many things at once, you kind of don't really stop to smell the roses. So just for the sake, again, of your your mental energy and wellness i also think it's important to just stick to one thing at a time also just so that nothing falls to the cracks i find that in my own experience when i do too many things at once i tend to you know slack on a couple of things or things fall through the cracks and i don't get certain things done and they show up later and they bite me in the butt so you need to to pinpoint your where like where am I starting and then where am I going to go after that's done and like just make a roadmap um, for your priorities because we don't want to be sitting in a flurry of of tasks you want to be easy breezy kind of enjoy the experience along for the ride type of thing so those um, five w's I like to call them or I guess everyone calls them the five w's um, are really important in terms of getting all of your thoughts and all of your visions and goals and a couple of logistical things ready for you to start doing the actual nitty-gritty admin and business stuff. Um, The question then that is super important after those five W's is the how. Like, so how are you going to do this? Like, how are you going to start? 
And I think another way to say it is like, how are you going to make it happen? So I have a couple of things that I think are really, really great for those of you uh, wanting to start a creative career or like start a creative business that I think will really put you in a place to be super successful or to, to launch your business in a way that makes sense. So my first thing is to build your body of work or your portfolio, especially if you're like a graphic designer or a brand designer or any sort of design work, um, or especially if like you're a photographer or illustrator, for example. Um, because we are visual people or we're creating creative products, it's really important to have some sort of reference for potential clients to view and say like, oh yeah, this person is creative and, and high quality and um, the style that I want and all of that stuff. And so it's really important to spend the time if you don't have it already to build that portfolio. I will say, even if you have previous work that you've done before, you need to double check that that work is the type of work you want to continue doing. Because like attracts like. And so if the work that you have in your portfolio is not the type of work you're going to be doing, um, there's a chance you need to, to work on some new stuff. Because otherwise, if you have that work that you're not really, you know, loving in your portfolio, then potential clients might find you because of that work. And they're going to think that that's the work that you like to do. And they're going to try and book you for something similar. And then you're going to be stuck in this cycle of just doing stuff that you're not really into. So... I would say that having a body of work that reflects your goals and what you want to do in the future is so, so important. So going off of that, I can I can hear a couple of people right now in my head being like, well, how do I build my body of work if I don't have any clients? And the answer to that is fake projects or concept projects as I like to call them. And some people call them passion projects, you know, any of the, any of the sort works. And these projects are basically made up projects that fit your target audience or your niche or or basically they're the type of work that you want to be doing in the future I love like social justice and I love um like skincare and beauty and so that I just blended the two together and I made it really colorful and bold and kind of modern and trendy just because that's the type of style of work that I like to do and I made you know full concept like I, I made logos color palette typography suite I made some packaging concepts I really did the whole gamut I posted it online I put it in my portfolio and then within a month I got a an inquiry from a skincare brand client that wanted me to do their branding for them and so um, that's the power of concept projects they show your skills they show like the quality of the work that you do but they also act as magnets for the type of work that you're going to get in the future. And so you want to make sure that those concept projects are really encapsulate, you know, who you are as a designer, the type of work you like to do, and, and really make sure that it's showing the best of what you can do. So really building a body of work that you're proud of and that represents you and your business well is absolutely, I think, the, the most effective way to get your business off on the right foot. Another thing that you can do in case you don't really want to like do the whole portfolio thing, if you're not really sure what projects you want to do, is to just get out there and start engaging in the community. So what's really great about Instagram especially is that there is such a wonderful and loving and kind community on Instagram right now. I just absolutely love the people that I've met via Instagram in the design and creative community. And what's really great about that is a lot of people I've noticed like to um, kind of go between different types of mediums, different styles, be really fluid with the type of work that they're doing. They don't really conform to any sort of clean boxes. 
And that's what's really great about being your own boss and being a designer is that you don't necessarily need to have a specific, you know, one size fits all or, you know, perfectly fitting into a little box or package style. You can have tons of different um, sides to you. And so in case you're not ready to build a portfolio with that style or with, you know, concept projects, you can just go out there onto Instagram, start engaging with people that you like, start making some casual content for Instagram, making like posts and making stories and reels and stuff and just get your 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 name out there and eventually I promise you your style and your inspiration will come super quickly and then you'll be able to build that portfolio and, and get that work ready for making some relationships with clients. So those are my main recommendations for how to start after you've settled in and decided on the answers to those five W's. And now it's time, I think, to move on to the slightly less fun but very, very important stuff, and that is the business slash admin side of things. I'm going to recommend that if you want to learn about any of the things that I mentioned in detail, that you just do a quick Google search and maybe read some of the top results that come up because I don't think we'll have time for me to go in depth with a lot of these things. Also, I don't really claim to know a ton about all of this stuff. I'm just going to give you the essentials. So the first thing in terms of like business admin work is you need to decide if you're going to register your business as an LLC or if you're going to keep it as a sole proprietorship. So my studio currently is a sole proprietorship. However, I'm probably going to register it as an LLC in the future. Basically, all you need to know is that a sole proprietorship, um, when you are registering your business or you are doing your taxes, it mostly like falls on you. So some like people like to do an LLC because in case you get sued or you know some legal action happens, the liability then falls more onto your actual business, onto the LLC rather than onto your person. Um, so basically, it's like you're assigning yourself as taking responsibility for a lot of the stuff that could happen. However, I just think that tax-wise and just where I am currently, it's just easier for me to do a sole proprietorship, but totally up to you. Um, but you decide that because if you do want to do an LLC, you're going to need to register that with your state, wherever you're living. And um, that's going to take a bit of time and it costs a bit of money depending on where you live. So it's important to make the decision early on so that you can get all of your ducks in a row that way. I am just a sole proprietor. So basically, you don't really need to do anything. You just need to list yourself as the sole proprietor um, whenever you're filling out your forms. The second thing is to make sure that you have a business address ready because anything that you do in terms of um, like taxes, filing, payroll, banking, anything, you're going to need an address. So for me, I just use my home address as my business address. This doesn't need to be shared with any of your clients or with the public. I actually don't share that information, but you're going to need something to put on your bank file for you know businesses and for vendors and things to, to file. Um like invoices and taxes with. So you just need to have one officially. So if you're a sole proprietor, you can just use your regular home address. Um, some people like to open up a PO box because they don't want to use their home. Totally fine. Up to you. Um, just make sure you have an address ready that you can use. Another thing that I recommend doing is to buy your domain and to um, secure your G Suite as soon as possible. So buy your domain from either like Google domains or through like GoDaddy or something like that, just so your studio name or your business name can be 
reserved as quickly as possible so that somebody else doesn't take it. Um, and then you also want to set up your G Suite so that way your email isn't like, you know, like AlyssaWindDesign at gmail.com. Instead, you want it to be like Alyssa at AlyssaWindDesign or like hello at AlyssaWindDesign or um, whatever your your variation preference is. That way it's just a little bit more professional and also it's better to have like a company email host um, suite because you can like because you can tweak a lot of the privacy settings and all the preferences and controls and also it just looks really nice to have like a professional hosted G Suite. So I recommend that um, and it's super simple to set up. It doesn't really cost a ton, probably like 20 bucks a month for both of them together. So definitely recommend doing that if you want to like really make it really nice and professional from the get-go. And then once you've done that, I recommend going over to Instagram and also to Facebook and making a profile for your business. You want to race to Instagram as soon as possible to make sure that your handle doesn't get taken or you want to try and get a handle for Instagram that is isn't super intricate that's you know going to be somewhat intuitive when people try and search for you and then also you want to connect a Facebook profile a Facebook business profile so that way you can make a Instagram business or creator account so you can get the insights analytics and you can you know promote ads and do all that stuff so you want to make sure that you're making a Facebook profile to match with it and connect that and then the last thing that I recommend doing is to open a business bank account. This is something that I didn't do when I started and I really, really regret that. I was just using my personal checking account um, to receive all of my payments for from clients and things and it made it such a pain in the ass now that I'm doing tax season. So I just recommend before you literally even receive one penny from a client, just open up like a simple business account. I opened mine through, I think Chase and super simple, literally took maybe like 15 minutes, just a simple checking, doesn't need to be a savings account or anything intricate. And just use that account exclusively for like your PayPal, for your Stripe um, payments, any sort of like receiving and um, invoice, you just really want to connect it only to your business account. That way when you're doing your budgeting, your accounting, and you're using any like even like a third party app for your budgeting, you're not getting any sort of mixing of personal expenses with business expenses. It's going to make your life so much easier when you're doing your taxes. So I just recommend doing that from the get-go. It takes literally no time at all and I just totally regret not doing that from the start. So those are the things that I think are the main sort of elements to focus on in terms of admin and business work when you're first starting out. Obviously, there's like so many more things I could cover, um, but then we would be here for hours. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to sequentially sort of give you guys advice um, in the orders of my episodes. So all of my episodes from now on after this one is going to kind of build on each other. And they're going to kind of go chronologically based off what I think you um, need to, to know or like work on as you're building your business. So hopefully that will be a bit more helpful than me trying to cram it all into one super long episode. Please let me know if you have any questions on anything that I mentioned. I know that starting a business can be scary and there's not really like a handbook or a ton of advice out there for starting a creative business. So please feel free to DM me on Instagram to email me. I just absolutely love answering questions and connecting with people. But most of all, I want to just say you're doing great. You know, wherever you are in your business, whether you've already created your business and you're just listening for the heck of it, or you have nowhere 
to begin, no way to start. You got this. You are doing amazing. You have the idea. You have the intention. You have the bravery. You are going to do amazing things. So that is my motivational little quote for the day. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, night, wherever you are. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Design Diaries. We'll catch you on the next episode.